Thanks very much for talking to us. Okay. Um, I've wanted to. There's a, I've just come out of the film. I haven't seen the whole of it, as mm. I said. So mm. I'm feeling a bit shocked by it. So I think I just want to start with with the beginning. Mm. Really, and the character says in the beginning, "It's the most dangerous road in the world." Mm. Mm. Can you tell me a bit about the idea of filming about the most dangerous road in the world? Yes. Um, well. It's it's the road from Baghdad to Baghdad Airport, and um, obviously a lot of guerrilla attacks on people who come into the airport and they're going to Baghdad, um, and so it's very dangerous. Mm. And but Paul and I had wanted to do something about the Iraq War since the whole criminal exercise began, mm. and didn't know, didn't want to do just another film about soldiers dashing in and out of houses and yeah. firing and bodies and that. Yeah. because we felt that wouldn't get to the heart of why the war was fought yes. and fought in the way it was. Yeah. And then the soldiers started to leave and the private contracting companies came in yes. and it became quite clear, actually, that the whole thing went full circle because it was fought, you know, some would argue, we would argue, fought in the interests of big corporations to, as Naomi Klein said, to rewrite the economies of the, mm. that region. Mm. in the interests of American capital. Mm. And then, lo and behold, private companies come back in and actually fight the war mm. and and organise and, and uh, apply the occupation mm. and make sure that the oil is going to go where they want it to go um, mm. and, the, and clean up and make fortunes. Mm. So it seemed to us that if we told the story of the private contractors or a private contractor and and his colleagues that in a way we could get into the whole business of of the the sense of the exercise itself mm-hmm. well i think it's i think it's a brilliant um device actually because if if you haven't really thought about it very much i don't think lots of people realize that mm. it's fighting that is being done mm. by private mm. contractors yes yes i mean they say they're only there to for defensive duties but actually they they're um They've been charged with many human rights abuses. Yes. You know, they're, they're, they've been criticised for, for, for not respecting civilian life and so on. Yes. Um, and they had immunity for, for, for a long time. Um, in fact, un- as far as I know, until now, no one has been charged, no American has been charged in an Iraqi court for any of the abuses or torture or, or careless disregard for, hu- for civilian life. Mm. Um, they just go back to the States mm. and there's only one English guy being charged and that's because mm. he shot two other English contractors mm. anybody attacks an Iraqi mm. go home, no mm. problem mm. Why, is it, why is it called Root Irish? Um, the road was defended, this is the story it was um, because they needed security there, mm. it was defended and protected by um, a regiment of Irish American mm. that had a history of of mm. um, it was associated with an Irish, the Irish mm-hmm. Americans. Mm-hmm. So the regiment had an, an Irish association. Mm-hmm. They protected that road, so it became mm-hmm. route Irish. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and where did you shoot shoot the the Iraq? Um, we went to Jordan, and um, there were we met lots of Iraqi families there, um, and all the Iraqis in the film are Iraqis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, we and we just sat and for several days and just heard amazing stories mm. um, of 
of Iraqis, of women and kids and people who'd survived massacres. I mean, we met a guy who'd, who'd, who should have been killed. Uh, he just played dead under a pile of bodies and there were shots fired into the pile and he, they didn't hit him. Um, families had lost their fathers, families had lost children. Horrifying stories. But I think what's, what's so clever about the way you set it up, and obviously I don't know how it, how it ends, but what's so clever is the way in which you, you don't start in Iraq, you start in Liverpool, and, and that sort of classic view of Liverpool from the ferry, mm. and, and the light is all grey. Yes, there's all the grey light there, and mm, so then when mm, you go, mm, go to mm. Iraq, um, the mm. shock of the light, mm, mm. and you were using mm. Chris Menges as a, yes, as a yeah. cameraman. Yeah. And did you, were you thinking about that contrast of the light between these yes. two places? Yes, I mean, it's very bleached, you know, and it's very, very mm. sharp. And mm. Liverpool has its own resident cloud, which yes. comes in. Um, yeah, and it's quite grainy as well. We shot yes. it on a on a 16mm stock to keep it grainy, which I'm not sure it works entirely, but that was the plan anyway. Oh. Well, the, yes, well, that grainy look is, is quite... Is is mm. quite striking, but privatisation. I was thinking about the privatisation mm. of mm. war, mm. and privatisation. Uh, film of yours I like a lot is the Navigators, mm. Mm. and in some ways it seems to me you're telling something of the same story. Mm. Mm. Well, it is. I mean, it, it is. Well, it's, I mean, two things. I mean, first of all, it's in the trend. It's the trend of politics now. It's all the main parties mm. want to privatise everything. Mm. Um, they think it's more. Uh, it's more efficient, it's more progressive, that a big corporation should run every aspect of our lives or every aspect of the services that we use. Mm. Um, and now it's happening in the health service, which is now, oh, it should be, the, it'll be the NHM, the National Health Market, it won't be the NHS any longer. You know it's happening in education. I do. Uh, universities are effectively being privatised by the fees. Um, so... It's in a way it's in it's in line with their political mm. philosophy that they mm. should privatize war, and it's much more convenient. You don't if it's not the standing army there. Politicians don't have to answer questions in the house. Mm. They're just subcontracted to contracting mm. companies. If a if a soldier comes home, he comes home in a coffin with a Union Jack, and politicians make shed crocodile tears in the Commons, having sent him there. If a contractor dies, nobody knows. Mm. So well, it, it hides it. If you privatise war, you hide it. Yes. Well, I thought that. I thought that. That. Mm. I mean, in the, in the bit I've seen, mm. that I thought was very clear. The mm. sealed coffin, mm-hmm. and the and the sense of of, uh, well, not that sense of ceremony that you get mm. get with um, soldiers coming back, but a sense of it just being somehow personal, mm. and presumably mm. what what you're trying to do with the film. Is to show well. It's not. It's not personal. It's not just people who do yes, jobs. Yes. No. No. Exactly. Well, it has a political function as, yeah. as well as, um, and a military function. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's not yeah. it's not just a private contract will come and fix yeah. your taps, is yeah. it? Really. I wanted to ask you about um, YouTube. <laughs> Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, because. Um, I mean, one of the things that's obvious at the beginning of the film is how many different funding sources you had to go to mm, mm. to get the money to do it. Mm, mm. And obviously one of the other things is after getting the money to make a film, there's mm, a question mm. of 
showing it mm, mm. and exhibiting it. Mm. And I'm wondering what you thought about using YouTube. Um, 16, is it 16 yeah. productions that uses YouTube? Um, well, yes, we, we put out a lot of films on on YouTube. What had happened was we got all this, these old films that um, a lot of them you can't get hold of. Um, <laughs> you often you can't find out who owns them because yeah. they've been sold on so many times. Um, and it was people do ring up and say, how can we get hold of it? So Rebecca O'Brien, the producer, said, why don't we just just put them all up there? And then if anyone's got a right, you know, feels that they own it, they'll come and complain and we can take them down and then make an arrangement. And I think the, the plan eventually is that you, it becomes like a, you pay just a small amount, you know, mm. just to be able to see it. But uh, I'd much rather they're, if people do want to watch it, that they're available. Mm. Mm. No, I think mm -hmm. it's completely wonderful. I mean, I know how mm. difficult it's been, mm. Mm. you know, to find things. Have you found that you've had new audiences or responses um, to it? Well, a lot of responses. I mean, I, I, I forget the number, but it's a, a huge amount. People, mm. I, I can't do it. I'm not clever enough with the technology. Wrong generation. <laughs> Yeah, but it's good, to, you know, it's mm, it, mm. it's good. There were lots of young students in the audience here. Yes, yeah, yeah good. good. That's good. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. It. It's a great to hear so many non-eaten voices. It takes me back, so it's a real <laughs> pleasure. <laughs>